Hey everybody, welcome to episode 5 of Sector 2. On today's show, I talked to Justin Champagne. Uh, we talked about growing up as a NASCAR fan and how he kind of felt like an outcast for like NASCAR. But then uh, over the last year or so, he's totally discovered this online community of race fans and totally uh, felt embraced by them. Um, especially this summer at the Bristol All-Star Race when he flipped off Michael McDowell after McDowell wrecked Bubba Wallace. Um, we talk about uh, growing up as a black NASCAR fan and seeing the Confederate flag at the racetrack and what NASCAR's actions this year mean. Uh, we also talk about the Kyle Larson saga um, as a black fan and what that means. And of course, we figure out who Justin would have on his four-car race team. Uh, hope you enjoy today's show. Hello and welcome to episode five of Sector Two. On today's show, I am joined by the one and only Justin Champagne. Uh, welcome to the show, Justin. <laughs> How's it going, man? Thanks I, for having me. Oh yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for being here. Um, so when did you? Um, I guess a good place to start. Uh, when did you first get into racing? Um, I got into racing like full time in like two thousand eight. Mm. Like that's when I can go as far back as i can remember yeah like when i was all into 2008 i watched it all my life but you know i was a kid right and, you know i i don't really remember stuff you know you watch a race you want to go outside and play so right you know, you, you were... 2008 was yeah 2008 was when i was fully committed mm-hmm. i you, never went back you grew up as like a dale jr fan right yeah my dad was a dale jr fan and i got that uh I got an eight. Oh yeah, the, so, you know. the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been a Dale Jr. fan my whole life, man. Hmm. Whole life. So when when did you go to your first race? Um, it was in 2006, Bank of America 500 at Charlotte. Uh, yeah. So you, I used to go to that race every year, but haven't gone in a while. Yeah, I go to the Roval. Yeah, I want to go there. Yeah. So your parents, your, your your dad got you into racing? Yeah, my dad was the uh, the race car fan. Mm. And he got me and my brothers hooked on it. And the rest is history. The rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to talk about, so I, so you're a black NASCAR fan. And <laughs> I am a white NASCAR fan. And the people I mm-hmm. know... In real life, my circle of real life racing people I know is very white, and even my online circle of people I know and that are into racing uh, is very white. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> I don't want to like put you on the spot because I don't want to try to yeah. make you represent you're the good, whole community good. of people. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like we talk a lot about Kyle Larson, and I feel like I have uh-huh. my opinions about the Kyle Larson thing, and I'm like, yes, I can yeah. have my opinion. But ultimately, like, I'm, I don't, it's not about me, I guess. Uh-huh. So yeah. I just wanted to talk to you about that. So when Kyle Larson, I guess I should set the stage a little bit better. Back in April, when we uh-huh. were in the pandemic break, Kyle Larson in the, uh, in an iRacing event chat said the N word yeah. uh, mm-hmm. when trying to talk to his team. So what was your reaction to that news coming out um and yeah um when i first heard it i didn't believe it because i was at work and then uh mm. i was on twitter on my break and i saw it and like 
I was just heartbroken. Mm -hmm. I lost a lot of respect for him. And I was a, I was a big Kyle Larson fan, but after that, I don't know. I can't really get back into him. Right. Yeah. So do you so that happened it's been over six months now. Yeah, yeah. Um we've had the whole June news, Black Lives Matter, Talladega, mm -hmm. uh all that uh, yeah. throughout the summer, Kyle Larson, uh, along with his dirt schedule, has been going across the country and doing um, a bunch of work. So yeah. I guess my next question is, do you forgive Kyle slash do you feel good with how things have worked out? Um, I forgive him, obviously. You know, people deserve second chances, mm -hmm. but, you know, he... What I like most about it was he would do like the community service and all that and go to, you know, black communities and help out. But he would do it on a low. Like he wasn't on social media, mm -hmm. like trying to look good. So that's mm -hmm. where I was, you know, I respected what he was doing. So, mm -hmm. you, know, you know, I'm still excited he's back. He's yeah. a wheel man. He's yes, a great he driver. Is. <laughs> so it's going to be, it's going to be fun seeing him back on track. Yeah. I think that does speak a lot of volume that he yeah. he really he deacted he deactivated the social media he was gone everything and then he just kind of like published that essay without really like mm -hmm. making a thing about it. I feel like everyone just yeah, kind of like yeah. found it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I'm really I'm I really hope that when he's back, he is an advocate and that he. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, has shown i mean uh that he holds his fans accountable um yeah, yeah that yeah. have joined him in a not just because he's a good driver kind of way yeah hopefully so you've been going to races for a while now like you grew up at the track yeah did you mm -hmm. when did you start well you said okay because you're uh, you're 21 now, right? Yeah, yeah. So you really were, like, going to the track, like, as a kid. Yeah, yeah. When did you start to notice, like, the Confederate flag at racetracks? Or, like, what kind of yeah. impact did that have on you? Um, yeah. When did, when did that all – when did you start to understand that? I, I think I started understanding when, like, I got older. Because, mm -hmm. you know, as a kid – you know, you go places, you only see the, the bright side of things, you know. Right. You don't notice the hate, you know. So I just go to the racetracks as a kid. I would see it, but, you know, I'm oblivious to it. And I was mm -hmm. just having a good time. But as I got older and, like, I learned about what the flag represented, like, mm -hmm. that that was when, like, I, I, I was trying to, like, get out of NASCAR kind of, like, stop watching it. Cause I mm. felt uncomfortable like supporting it and I don't want to bring a friend to a race and you know, you see a bunch of Confederate flags, like, mm -hmm. like what the hell am I going to? You yeah. know? So, you know, when I got probably my early teens, you know, that's when I noticed it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So with NASCAR this year, kind of, cause they said they were going to ban it in 2015, but then never really yeah, right? did anything yeah, I remember that. about yeah. it. Um, mm -hmm. but with this year being more affirmative on it, 
mm-hmm. I mean, would you would you say that that kind of like I mean, like that embarrassment's gone? Yeah, it's, it's gone. I yeah. can represent it now. You know. Yeah. Um. Do so have did people um I guess did people outside of like the established NASCAR Twitter group reach out to you um when all that was going down back in June did anyone like ask you about racing or um anything like that um not really but no. some of my friends who don't watch NASCAR like mm-hmm. they hit me up about you know the banning of the Confederate flag and mm-hmm. It was like they, they're doing a great job, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah." I was like, "This is my sport, right yeah. here." I told you guys, <laughs> it, it totally it flipped the flipped yeah, the script yeah. on that. Um, mm-hmm. um, so I didn't like Twitter stalk you, um, but I did do uh, some Twitter advanced searching, some research. Okay. I did some research okay. uh, on some of your popular tweets earlier this year, last year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And yeah. you've tweeted before about being embarrassed or made fun of because you like NASCAR. Um, that before yeah. you found this online community, your network of race fans was mm-hmm. really small. Uh, in December last year, you actually tweeted, um, quote, many people who don't know NASCAR bash me because I love NASCAR. And I'm a half African-American and they assume every yep. NASCAR fan is a racist and don't accept black people. Um, but let me tell you, I've had my greatest yep. memories of my life at NASCAR races and the fans no better family. All true. All yep. true. <laughs> so throughout <laughs> everything that's happened this year, from the Larson thing to mm-hmm. all that went down in June to uh, the All Star race, um, yeah. Do you feel less embarrassed, or um, I guess at least better about being a NASCAR fan right now than you did at this point last year? Yeah, definitely. I feel more it's more of a relief because mm-hmm. when nascar was like they were the first to stand down and, and stand up for the black community and mm-hmm. banning the confederate flag and mm-hmm. accepting you know gay people lgbtq mm-hmm. community and all that it's like they're standing up it's finally happening you know right. it's not the typical redneck fan base mm-hmm. and you know it's a new day and age so mm-hmm. you know i'm from last year compared to now like I'm mm-hmm. proud to represent NASCAR. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be shameful about it. Like, I'm, I'm going to let you know, like, I love NASCAR. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to watch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So you joined, according to a Twitter bio thing, you you didn't join Twitter yes. until last November. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. So, yeah. How, so, I guess, so, I mean... <laughs> I don't know. I joined Twitter back in 2015. So yeah. I feel like I've been here. It's it's hard to remember mm-hmm. what racing was like before I would watch it with Twitter. So yeah, yeah, what, has, what has that experience been like? It's been kind of fun because, you know, mm-hmm. you're watching a race. You know, before I had Twitter, I was just watching a race and I don't have anybody to tell. Nobody's watching the race with me. Mm-hmm. And I came to like, oh my God, look at this crazy excitement so yeah. i just watch alone sometimes and you know now that i got twitter something exciting happens i go on twitter yeah you know the whole timeline <laughs> crazy i love it i love twitter man <laughs> so uh and this was this was a really exciting year for nascar twitter it was it was really fun out there especially yeah, it when was. It with was. the pandemic break and everything it was yeah it was a really good time out there uh-huh. mm-hmm 
Um, so speaking of your uh, NASCAR Twitter presence, there is mm-hmm. I would be I would be disappointed in myself if I did not mention the Michael McDowell moment. The iconic. <laughs> the moment. Of course. So uh, setting the stage for this one, um, All Star Race this year was at Bristol. Yes. And before the All Star Race, there is the showdown last chance qualifier for the Mm -hmm. all-star race and in the showdown this year michael mcdowell wrecked bubba wallace (laughs) yes yes and then um so i'm there on my you know typical race night twitter (laughs) watching and then Uh there's this video of justin (laughs) standing at the end of the stairway Uh facing towards the track waving towards the cars and then giving a double middle finger in the air to none other than Michael McDowell. Uh, so, uh, way to go you. That was awesome. Um, Thank you. I appreciate it. That um, was a good time. So what, what, what's the thought process there? How'd you, how'd you get there? All right. So I had work the day before I got out of work at like three in the morning and then the race was the next day and yeah. I live in Connecticut. I'm like 12, oh, wow. 13 hours away. So me and my dad jumped in the car. We didn't stop at all. Oh we got there like 30 minutes before the race started. So I was committed to that race. <laughs> like yeah. that was, that was an iconic race to go to. So I was committed. Yeah. And I knew, I knew Bubba was in the showdown and I knew from prior uh, performances at Bristol, he's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then, and that the beginning of the race, he was come, he was fast. He was like yeah. coming through the field, and and then you know, Michael McDowell holding everybody up. <laughs> but what pissed me off the most was what I think Michael McDowell got bumped out the way by a he got bumped out the way by like I think Byron Almarola, uh-huh. a couple people. But yeah. as soon as he got bumped out the way by Bubba, the man just hooked him right. Yeah. So I was heated, like it happened right in front of me, and I was pissed off. Oh man! And like the thing that got me the most was the crowd was cheering when it happened. Oh, like, right, nobody, right. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, nobody nobody around me was, like, mad about it. Yeah. And, like, I was like, I'll be damned if I drove 13 hours not to stand up for my man. So I ran down there. Uh, Dalton got the footage of yeah. it. And I gave Michael McDowell the double bird. So <laughs> it was iconic and... I will forever. I, I should frame that picture. You really it should. You need to get. You need to get Michael to sign it at some point. <laughs> that would that be funny. Um, that would be funny. Yeah, I saw. Um, a lot of people are doing the kind of like you know typical like end of the race season like you know like the yeah. top four moments, and then I love the <laughs> like the top four middle fingers of the year. It's like you. Yeah, yeah. And then Chase Elliott at uh kyle mm-hmm. bush and then kyle bush at joey logano and then the like christian yeah. Eckes one or whatever but um, yeah yeah it's 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 definitely it's it's like it is one of the moments from this season uh for sure yeah um, that got me a lot of uh, exposure too oh yeah i'm sure uh, yeah. which i mean that's that's exactly what the nascar twitter group is it's yeah. like that that's the good <laughs> stuff right there uh-huh um <laughs> So this, uh, or uh, so we're recording this Monday. So yesterday, um, I saw that you watched the Formula One race, the Turkish uh, Grand Prix. Lewis I Hamilton, uh, congratulations to him on mm-hmm. his seventh 
championship. Um, so, yes. uh, you said you're trying to get into F1. Have you watched F1 before, or was that like your first time? I, I watched it before. I watched it before, like briefly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, on yesterday, yeah, yesterday, I watched like half the race, mm-hmm. but it was so early in the morning. Oh, I yes. fell asleep so, so early. Like when I felt when I went to when I went to bed or fell asleep, Lewis Hamilton was like in fifth. He mm-hmm. was like way back behind and yeah. i woke up and apparently he won't race i was like how yeah i was like how the hell <laughs> yeah he's yeah he's yeah. something else so yeah. are you gonna are you gonna try to watch f1 more regularly yeah now that you know now that's yeah. part's over for the year i'm gonna yeah. put my focus and try and learn about f1 you know? yeah i think it's definitely worth it it's like a yeah it's like a, it's a totally different, it's just like, it's a different form of racing than NASCAR is. So. Yeah. It's pure, it's pure racing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you iRace, right? Don't you? Hell yeah. Right, I got a race the... tonight. Oh, <laughs> really? oh boy. What, uh, yeah. what's the best car track combo? Car track combo. Yes. Uh, man, I love racing so much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love the Xfinity series because it's hard to drive. Yeah, so, they are. Xfinity and Kansas. It, you grip the high side. Yes. You, you got to get you right that, up next right. to that wall. Uh-huh. And, yeah. and iRacing messed up with like the multi-grooves. Like, yeah. Now every track is only on the bottom. But Kansas oh, is still on the yeah. top side. So yeah, I love but, gripping the wall, man. Yeah, I love that. that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so also um, – earlier this year uh didn't you have covid i did have covid um, yeah what was that uh what was that like uh it was, it was it was pretty bad for the first three two days hmm. uh, it like crept it crept up on me and then like when i got to my body it just hammered me hmm. and i was done for like three days and i i knew i knew i had it then hmm. i got tested and it was like yeah you have it so i had a quarantine for two weeks and that was a bummer Wow, I had to yeah. be in the down, I had to be down here for two weeks. Couldn't even go upstairs barely. Dang. So not a not a fun time. But no. I got through it. Wow. Glad to hear that. Um <laughs> Thank you. So uh now I'm gonna ask you the I, I really should name these questions. Anyway. Um these are the anyway, the <laughs> questions I've been asking everybody, the whatever. So let's say mm-hmm. that uh somebody comes to you and says, Justin I love that you flipped off Michael McDowell. I have a couple hundred million dollars and I want to start a race team. Uh, who are the okay. four drivers that you target to start your race team with? I, if I'm starting a race team? Yeah, starting like a NASCAR Cup Series team, what four drivers do you want? Um, I'm picking, uh, I'm going to pick NASCAR drivers, right? I mean, I, you can pick whoever you want. It's up to you. It's up to you. I'm picking uh, my boy Noah Gregson. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. Um, I, mean, I have my feelings about Noah Gregson, but uh, but it's definitely it's a, <laughs> it's a respectable yeah. pick. It's still a respectable pick. Uh, I'll pick Noah. I'll pick uh, uh, Chase Briscoe. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll take I'll steal Logano from Team Penske mm. and put him on the yeah. team, and uh, I'll put Bubba Wallace on the team. Obviously, mm. had to pick him. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
That's a that's, that's a, a that's a nice four you have there. That's a great team right there. Yeah. Um <laughs> so uh next one. So let's say that you are a member of the France family and that you have uh-huh. essentially unlimited power to do mm-hmm. whatever you want uh without much of a consequence. What is one change that you make in NASCAR right now? I knew we were getting to this. Uh, <laughs> damn, one. I only one have change. one. Damn, man. You get one uh, change. One change, man. Hmm. I'm getting rid of stages. I'm sorry. Mm. I'm, I, I, yeah. I, I can't stand stages. Hmm. That's not my NASCAR. I no. sound like a boomer, but <laughs> I did not grow up on. I didn't grow up on stage racing, so no. I'm. I'm wiping out stage racing man hmm. interesting <laughs> hmm. yeah i like it one number like one it. um mm-hmm. and the next question is you can i want you to predict the 2025 champion for 2025 2025 champion for any nascar series um but uh i'm assuming nascar Cup would probably be the easiest one to do there. All right, 2025. 2025. Will be what? That'll be the fourth year of the next gen car. Fourth year. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I'm thinking Logano because that dude is still young, but Logano mm. <laughs> still got something. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick. I'll pick a Logano. All right, that's who I picked. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, that's who I picked. Yeah. Awesome. I'm glad. Logano. Great minds. We got yeah. it. So, do you have any other thoughts, kind of, about NASCAR or racing, big picture, right now, in terms of like where things are going? Uh, I guess, or all the stuff that's happened this year. Uh, I think we're just going into a new NASCAR. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, but like, this is like when we were younger, it was a different era. But like mm-hmm. now that we're all older, like mm-hmm. this is our time to shine in the sport. Yeah, you know. So next year is going to be incredible. You yeah. know, the young the young guns are taking over, man. Yeah, I mean, it's well, crazy. Chase Elliott winning the championship and Jimmy Johnson yeah. retiring it really symbolizes that. Yeah, yeah, it's a new era, man. Uh huh. I think between that and then all the stuff in June mm-hmm. and next gen car coming out. I think, yeah, it's really good. I'm really excited. Yeah. Me and too. like you said, there's um, like, you, I feel, I feel kind of similarly just like to how you feel. Like there is definitely yeah. a new pride mm-hmm. uh, in being a NASCAR fan that wasn't there. Um, yeah. Even last year. Mm-hmm. Definitely, man. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to uh, wrap us up. Thank you, Justin, uh, for being Alrighty. here. I enjoyed Thank our conversation. Thank you so much for having me, man. Yeah. And that concludes my conversation with Justin. Thanks for tuning in for today's show. I really enjoyed talking to him. Definitely follow him on Twitter if you get the chance. Uh, really smart guy. Uh, really cool guy. Also, just wanted to say here at the end that uh, this has been a great five weeks of Sector 2. I'm going to take a brief hiatus over the winter break uh, that DePaul has, uh, but I should return back in January uh, with excellent new shows. I have a few ideas uh, for things I'm going to do 
here in this break that will make the spring shows even better than what these last five have been. Uh, thank you to Alex, Zach, Avery, uh, Justin, and Carnation for being the guests so far. I've had a really good time and enjoyed all the conversations. I uh, hope you guys have too, and I'll talk to you guys in January.